Welcome to the Every Nation Rosebank Church Podcast. At our church, we honor God, make disciples, and transform nations. For more information about our church, visit everynationrosebank.org and don't forget to subscribe. I am so blessed. <laughs> Amen. Let's just open in prayer. Holy Spirit, you are so welcome here this morning. We invite you to do what only you can do. We ask you to breathe on every word. None of me, but all of you. May I decrease while you increase in my life. Take over in this service this morning. Touch hearts and lives. Bring deliverance. Bring increase. Bring restoration. Just bring all of your power as we celebrate Pentecost. Lord, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. But I want us to do something before I share the message. I want us just to pray in tongues for a minute or so. Amen. So let's, all of us that can pray in tongues, do that right now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I just felt this morning that somebody walked into the service with a migraine headache. And you actually said to the Lord, I'm done with these headaches. Lord, I'm going to the service and I want to be healed. You've been struggling so long with it. And I declare over you right now that you are healed in Jesus' name. Right now that headache leaves in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I also felt like somebody has been diagnosed with arthritis. And you have really been frustrated. And I want to say to you this morning, God wants to heal you right now, instantly, in Jesus' name. You can go back to the doctor and declare that you are healed in Jesus' name. God wants us healed. As believers, we're supposed to stand out and be different and experience God in all His fullness and all His glory. Healing is one of the benefits of our salvation. We need to take a hold of it. We need to believe it. We need to grab it. Amen. The title of my message this morning is The Power of Speaking in Other Tongues. And we are celebrating the day of Pentecost. And I feel that I should, or we as the body of Christ, should be doing more to celebrate this significant day. On the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit was poured out on all flesh. And the same Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead now lives inside of us as believers. 
And Joel prophesied of this day, he said in Joel 2 verse 22, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. Amen. In Acts chapter 2 verse 1 to 4, the Bible tells us what happened on the day of Pentecost. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. What a beautiful picture of the power of the Holy Spirit. We see that the outward evidence of the Holy Spirit's presence was speaking in other tongues. Surely speaking in other tongues should be our sought-after gift, since it is the evidence of the Holy Spirit in us. And it has so much power released. Tongues is not a language that we can imitate or come up with. The Spirit gives us the utterance. I was just reading about the Great Commission and when we read that particular passage about the Great Commission, it includes tongues. And surely we should take this very seriously. So Mark 16, 15 to 18 said, Jesus said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creatures. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons and they will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means in any way harm them. And then they will lay hands on the sick and they shall be healed. Amen. Tongues is not a gift for the super saints. It's for all those who believe. Amen. The disciples' lives changed drastically after the day of Pentecost. And we know that they were endowed with this Holy Spirit power because a boldness came upon them. They started to speak in other tongues. They prophesied and they preached and signs, wonders and miracles followed the preaching of the word. And I believe as we come together in unity and we as a body of Christ, we desire the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We're going to see great revival. Amen. We're going to do what no one else can do because of this mighty power, dynamite power inside of us. Again, the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead now lives inside of us. There are amazing benefits to praying in tongues. I have to tell you, number one, it builds up. Jude 1.20 says, but you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. We need building up, isn't it? Amen. We are built up personally, we are built up spiritually, and we are built up emotionally when we pray in other tongues. For deeper intimacy with God, I would suggest praying in tongues. Yeah. 
When you want to have a more exciting prayer life, pray in tongues. I can't tell you how excited I am when I get to spend time in intimacy with the Father. When I get to pray, I'm not afraid. There was a time in my life when I was afraid to actually go into the presence of God because I was afraid if I shared too much with God, Satan would hear and he would cause havoc in my life. But you know, the Bible says when you enter into his presence, the demons flee. Amen. Amen. And God comes. And so today I can tell you honestly, I love my time with the Lord. I can spend hours in his presence just praying and trusting him and sharing everything. And you know, we all have stuff going on in our lives. So we do carry heavy burdens. And when I go there and I say, Lord, I'm struggling with this. I need your help. I'm not afraid of Satan any longer because he's given us power and authority to trample on serpents and and scorpions and all the power of the enemy and they shall by no means in any way harm us but when I come out of there there's just a joy there's just a peace there's just a love for the Lord Jesus Christ amen so if you want to have a deeper intimacy with God and an exciting prayer life Pray in tongues. And I also want to say to you that God loves us to be different, to be unique and enjoy. He's a fun God. He's an exciting God. I can tell you every day my time with the Lord is so, so different. And I just love it. And number two, it unlocks mysteries, secret things, hidden things. 1 Corinthians 14, 2 says, For one who speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not to men but to God. For no one understands or catches his meaning. Because in the Holy Spirit, he utters secret truths and hidden things not obvious to the understanding. You know, I had developed a stronghold through my own foolishness. I was offended at what someone had said to me. And, you know, I just felt like I've just got to hold on to this. You know, I want that person to pay (laughs) for what they did to me. And I struggled. And it was like a recording night and day. I woke up with the same things going over and over in my mind. I went to sleep with it. It tormented me during the day. And then I realized I'm in trouble because I can't switch off. I didn't know much about strongholds, but I made a decision that I was going to spend an hour in, uh, every day just praying in tongues. And you know, it was amazing, the hidden things, the secret things, the revelation, the mysteries that God revealed to me. And so I found myself even going to Google strongholds. I'm not much of a Googler. When I ask my daughters anything and they would say to me, Mommy, just Google it. I say, no, you Google, then you tell me what's happening. So anyway, I went and I Googled strongholds. And then I got this information about 
what a stronghold is. And it was so powerful. And I could identify and I recognized I was battling a stronghold. I also went, I read some book. The Lord just directed me to different ministers that suddenly spoke about the renewing of the mind you know, and strongholds. It was absolutely amazing. I listened to Caroline Leaf often about the brain. And I also did a course by Wendy Backlin on victorious emotions. And all of this just coming together just brought such deliverance from the stronghold. I can stand here this morning and say I am totally delivered from a stronghold that I thought I couldn't get rid of. So God wants to reveal mysteries to us. He wants to reveal hidden things. We need this gift of praying in other tongues. When we need help and we don't know what to pray, and that happens to us often. We just don't know what to pray. We don't know how to pray. And Romans 8 verse 26 says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit Himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. We need help. We struggle in many situations and circumstances. John 16 verse 33 says, In the world you will have trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world, and I have deprived it of power to harm you. And what happens when we pray in tongues? We suddenly are of good cheer. Yes. James says, count it all joy when you go through trials and tribulations. And most of us say, I can't count it all joy because it's so bad. It's so severe. But when we pray in tongues, suddenly there's just a peace that comes. There's a joy. I've had many trials and tribulations. I still have them. But you know what? I always know that the victory is ours. And he causes us to triumph in all things. What a God we serve. Amen. I want to say to you this morning that praying in tongues is not automatic. You pray and the Holy Spirit partners with you. You know, sometimes we think, ah, can Holy Spirit, you just pray in tongues and, you know, do what you need to do. No, we get to partner with the Holy Spirit. And I have to say to you, God has a solution for every problem. I thought I was going to die with a stronghold. But God came and he brought deliverance and so much freedom. And I promise you, I'm not going to go near any strongholds or allow myself to uh, have a stronghold again. Amen. Number four, when we pray in tongues, we are praying 100% like God. Who doesn't need that? Amen. We pray the perfect will of God and the flawless part of us are praying 1 Corinthians 14 verse 14 says, For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. And this is when you bypass the mind and your spirit prays. Amen. Isn't that just awesome? Proverbs 3 verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. When your spirit prays, you certainly not leaning on your own understanding, but you trust in God for his wisdom. Amen. We have the mind of Christ, the Bible says. And when we pray in the spirit, we hear what the Lord is saying. 
Praying in tongues helps you to worship God perfectly. You know, I don't consider myself a great worshiper. I can't even sing, although I love singing. Um, but I would, you know, when I just feel like I want to just bless God. I just want to adore Him. I just want to thank Him for His goodness and His mercy. Just standing here this morning and sharing with you about the goodness of God. You know, I just want to break out and just give Him all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. Because He is such a good God. My life has changed completely. I can't tell you how much my husband's life has changed. You know, there is so much peace in our home. We're enjoying our children and our grandson. It's amazing because of what God has done in our lives. So because I don't think I can worship, I often say to Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I'm going to pray in tongues. Will you just come and you do what you can do and give God all the worship? And you know, we have to stand in faith and believe that that is exactly what's happening. And that God is smiling down and saying, Mercia, thank you for the worship. Mercia, thank you for doing this. You know, God loves it when we just come and worship. And we don't always know what to pray as we ought. But God loves it when we just honor Him. And even desiring the gifts. He's given us all these gifts. We have to tap in. We have to desire the gifts so that we can live differently. We are called to be the light of the world, the salt of the earth, a city on a hill. Can anybody see that we are different? We need to stand out. Amen. And then number five, when you need peace in the storm. Oh, we have storms. We all have. Philippians 4 verse 7 says, And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. I heard a preacher share recently, when you're in a storm, hit it in tongues. And I thought, isn't that awesome? We need to hit it in tongues. Amen. You know, Mark and I were in a huge storm. It was a really tough situation that we were dealing with. And we didn't know what to do, but we knew to pray. And I heard the Lord say to, to me, I want you to go and pray in tongues for an hour first thing in the morning. So Mark and I got up first thing in the morning and we would spend an hour in prayer and praying in tongues. But we were intentional and we were absolutely focused. We wanted to hear from God every morning. What do you have to say about the situation that we are in? What are you going to do? How are you going to help us? And so we went in there with our journals each morning. You know, Jesus says, I only do what I see my father doing. I only say what I hear my father saying. And we would sit there and we weren't worried about breakfast or what we were going to do tonight or how we were going to do things. We said, Lord, we come in here to receive from you. And so we would journal and write. And I promise you, after the hour, we would make notes. And Mark and I would compare these notes. And the Lord oftentimes was giving us the exact same word. It was absolutely powerful. Guys, we have to pray in tongues. It's a beautiful gift. It gives you power. It brings so much joy and so much peace. Amen. 
As believers, we have an advantage over this world by praying in tongues. Amen. Amen. Satan fights us tooth and nail to prevent the body of receiving this powerful gift. Often we hear that it's gibberish. It's nonsense. I've heard that. We also hear that tongues died with the apostles or the disciples in the book of Acts. It's only for the super saints. No, it's not. And then there's so much fear we have about receiving this gift. I know I wanted to receive the gift, but I was so fearful. What if a demon enters me? But let me clear up that fear <laughs> with a promise from Jesus. In Luke 11, verse 11 to 13, he says, If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? If he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then... Man or woman, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Anytime we ask God for one of His gifts, He will not allow Satan to add His two cents. He will not allow Satan to come and cause destruction in our lives. We will receive this amazing gift. You know, in Psalm 91, verse 1, it says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God on Him I lean and rely, in Him I confidently trust. Amen. Amen. God is so good. Satan has nothing on us because of the blood of Jesus. Amen. Tongues in my mind is the greatest gift. It builds us up to witness and impact the lives of others. My first experience of speaking in tongues wasn't a good one. I heard it for the first time about this gift and I was so excited and I ran to the front to receive and when I got there, obviously, again, it was, oh, I don't know, what if it's a devil that enters me? And all the fear and the stuff going on. And I was afraid, but I also wanted it. And then, unfortunately, with the woman that was counseling me, she kept going on about the possibility of me having been involved in witchcraft. If it's not witch me, then it could have been my family. And so I went away there so disappointed. And I thought, oh, you know what? It's probably for the super saints. You know, just forget it. It's not a gift that I want because I wasn't receiving. Well, I, I went home and I phoned my mom in Cape Town and I spoke to my sisters as well. And I said, were we involved in witchcraft in any way? You know, and they said, no, not at all. So this is just the enemy, you know, wanting to stop this powerful gift. The enemy knew if I got a revelation of this gift, I was going to move mountains. Amen. So for many years, I never prayed in tongues. And then we can get so embarrassed by the gift of tongues. You know, we invite people to church and then you sit there. Lord, they can't pray in tongues. Lord, they can't pray in tongues. I remember one time we invited Mark. I invited Mark to come to a service and I sat there throughout the service, Lord. They can't pray in tongues. Mark's going to think we're mad. <laughs> but you know 
what? God gives us such amazing gifts. We don't ever have to be embarrassed by them. He's not embarrassed by us. We mess up and we do such crazy things. And yet he says, I love you, my daughter. I'm so pleased with you. I think you are absolutely amazing. And so let us just trust God with these amazing gifts. I'm obviously not saying that when you're out with your friends that you just start praying in tongues. Amen. They will think that you're mad, but you can pray in tongues. Um, I realize that God's gifts only draws men to himself. Um, after Mark got saved, I was away at a woman's camp, and on returning that Sunday, he shared with me that something amazing had happened to him in church when he was there. I was curious, what happened to you in church? And he said to me, this guy, evangelist Jared Davidoff, was in church, and he invited everybody to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And they just sat in their seats, and Mark said, I opened my mouth, and there I was speaking in tongues. I said, let me hear. Let me hear. And he started, he went off in tongues. It was like he had a whole new language. I wasn't impressed at all. I was the spiritual one, not Mark. And I had my little two syllables that I prayed in tongues. And he had a string of a whole new language. Heavenly language, heavenly language. So what I want to say to you, don't count yourself out. And don't compare yourself to others. You are unique. But please pursue the gift of tongues. Don't stop. Don't quit. Your life will change drastically if you continue to pray in tongues. I think of how many times we are trusting, Lord, for just the fruit of the Spirit. We are impatient. We are unkind. I'm telling you, if you hit it in tongues, you will walk in the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, patience, kindness, gentleness, meekness. With that will all happen to you when you pray in tongues. And now Paul, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, he exhorts us to desire spiritual gifts. And he says in 1 Corinthians 14 verse 1, Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. And I think all of us just love the fact that, you know what, if I can prophesy, I just look so amazing. And we forget to desire these spiritual gifts. And what are the nine gifts of the Spirit? Words of wisdom, words of knowledge, discernment discerning of spirits, tongues, interpretation of tongues and prophecy, faith, healing, signs, wonders, and miracles. So what, as I was studying this, I just felt that when we praying in tongues, it edifies, it builds us up, right? And so when you are edified and you build it up, you can prophesy, amen? Because then you can strengthen, encourage, and comfort others in the things of God. Paul received great revelation of God's word by praying in tongues. He says in 1 Corinthians 14, 18, I thank my God I speak with tongues more than you all. I can only attribute 
Paul's revelation of God's word by his praying in tongues. We must desire this gift. We must all start praying in tongues and just see what God will do in our hearts and in our lives. I stand here a very different person than I was a few years ago because of the Holy Spirit's presence in my life. You know, I want more. I want everything. I'm greedy. And the Lord wants us to just take. Amen. I want to walk. Before the day of Pentecost, Peter was totally intimidated and denied Christ. And after Pentecost, Peter's life, life changes. He's more bold and he becomes a strong witness for Jesus. As believers, again, we are at an advantage over the world by praying in tongues. We get to know mysteries. We get to know hidden things. We get to know secret things. Pray in the Spirit, Paul says in Ephesians 6, 18. Pray always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. The gift of tongues supernaturally adds to our lives. I think it's the most important gift, yet we shun this gift and we refuse its power. We need wisdom in our marriages, don't we? We need wisdom to raise our children. We need wisdom to have great relationships. We need wisdom for business. Hit it in tongues. Hit it in tongues. I think I made the decision to look after my grandson, and I need all the wisdom I can get. And so I pray in tongues all the time. Ah, yes. I pray over him. I pray over myself. Because I want to do the right thing by this little boy. God only gives us gifts that will benefit us. He gives us gifts to strengthen, to equip and empower us for the purpose to which he has called us. The Bible says God has given us all things pertaining to life and godliness uh, through the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And I believe the more knowledge you have of spiritual things, the more power is released to you. Praying in tongues is a heavenly language. Every child of God should be fluent in. Pursue the gift. Go after it. You will never know the power of speaking in other tongues unless you spend time in speaking in other tongues. Lord, bless your people this morning. I pray that they desire the gift. I pray, Father God, that they experience you in all your fullness and all your glory. I pray, Lord, that you do an amazing work in their hearts and in their lives. Father God, help them to know that you are there, you care about them, and that you love them. Father God, we trust you this morning. You have spoken and we will obey. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen.